us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the ancient of days. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's thank him for waking us up to see this beautiful day. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you. Lord, we worship you. I want you to open your mouth and begin to give him praise, give him glory. Lord, we give you all the glory. Lord, we give you all the honor. In the name of Jesus, for what you are set to do in our midst this morning. Lord, we say be thou glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord, even for the journey of today. Lord, as we go out, we pray for mercy. Be merciful unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the windows of heaven be opened unto us this morning. Let there be a pouring of your grace, O God. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, forgive us all our sins. In the name of Jesus, as we go out today, let your mercy prevail for us in the journey of today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to pray and say, Lord, this morning, let me be sanctified and be purged by the blood of Jesus. Let any form of defilement in my spiritual body be removed by the power of your blood. Shall we begin to pray? Father, we ask this morning that you will sanctify and cleanse us by the power and the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let every evil marks placed upon us overnight be removed by the power and the blood. In the name of Jesus Christ, open your mouth, open your mouth. We plead the blood of Jesus over the journey of today. Lord, we ask that you will sanctify and cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let every negative glimpse of the night be cancelled by the power and the blood. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to open our Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. The Bible says, Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I want to pray for somebody that in the journey of today, the Lord will give you liberty. In the name of Jesus, I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry to God and say, Lord, this morning, let me be filled with your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, as I go out today, Lord, fill me with your Holy Ghost. I want to experience liberty in every area of my life. Let me be filled with your Holy Ghost. Open your mouth. Begin to ask for the power of God. Begin to ask for the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, fill us this morning. The spirit of liberty. The spirit of freedom. Fill us in the name of Jesus. As we go out today, let us be empowered by Holy Ghost. Let us be empowered by Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Help us to walk in liberty in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus. Let every bondage be broken. In the name of Jesus. Lord, give us liberty in every area of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we pray that this morning you will empower us by your Holy Ghost. And in the journey of today, you will give us liberty in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning. Are there any of our blessings that have been tied down, that has been put under satanic bondage? Lord, let them be free. In the name of Jesus, let every one of us be set free by your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, 
give us liberty in the journey of today. Let us enjoy liberty in the name of Jesus. We pray for our nation. Let our nation, let our country enjoy liberty in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer meeting. And I'm believing God that this morning the Lord will do something new and something marvelous for us in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. We have been talking about the resources available to us as servants of God. And this morning I just want to continue where we stopped. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8, the Bible says, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Now this morning, by the grace of God, I want to give us another resources that we have as servants of God or as ministers of God. And I'll be talking to us on what I've titled, The Assurance of Victory. The assurance of victory by God. I want us to know that as ministers of God, as servants of God, as believers, we have the assurance of victory given to us by God himself. I want you to know that God will not call us to come and do something that we are going to fail in doing it. No, no, God is not a God, it's not a God like that. In the book of Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, I mean First Chronicles, rather, First Chronicles 29, verse 11, the Bible says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. So what I'm saying is that we have been given the assurance of victory because victory belongs to God. And anytime he calls a man or a woman to do any assignment, he always gives them the assurance of victory. And that, that same assurance was given to Isaiah when he was called to do the work. The book of 2 Corinthians, I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible says, Now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph. That word triumph also means to be victorious. I want to prophesy to somebody that in the journey of today, you shall be victorious. In the name of Jesus, now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 57, the Bible says, But thanks be to God, look at that, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to know that in that assignment that God has given to you to do, he will help you to be victorious. You will not fail. In doing that assignment in the name of Jesus. Now, somebody will want to ask, Bro Peter, what victory are we giving? Victory over what? As a servant, as believers, victory over what? Number one, I'm going to give us three points and then we'll go and pray. Number one, we have been giving victory over the enemies within. The enemies within. We have been giving victory 
over the enemies within. Because I want us to know that if God, before God will use us, we need victory. We need to have victory over the enemies within. And what are the enemies within? Uh, the enemy within, when we are talking about the enemies within, we are talking about sin. Sin. Sin is one of the enemies within. Another enemy within is our flesh. Our flesh. The Adamic nature. We have been given victory over it. The book of Romans chapter 8. Look, let's read from verse 1. The Bible said, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. Look at that. But according to the Spirit, in as long as we submit ourselves under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, we will always have victory over the flesh. Who walk not after the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Look at that. We have been set free from the law of sin and death. So which means we have victory over the enemies within. Sin over the enemies within flesh for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh i want somebody to say amen to that i look at verse 6 romans chapter 8 verse 6 the bible says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God nor indeed can be and look at verse 8 so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God but you are not in the flesh verse 9 you are not in the flesh since you and I we have given our life to Christ we have been given the assurance of victory over the flesh and over the sin the Bible said but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit and we need to be conscious of this. We need to be conscious of it. That I am not in the flesh. I'm not supposed to be subject to the flesh. I'm not supposed to be subject to sin. I am not in the flesh. We need to have this consciousness. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Look at that. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 14. Romans chapter 6 verse 14, the Bible says, For sin shall not have dominion over you. I want somebody to repeat that after me. Sin shall not have dominion over me. I want us to repeat it again. Sin shall not have dominion over me. Look at that. For you are not under the law, but under grace. Now, what, what, how is that possible? If you go back to that same Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6, uh, uh, verse uh, verse 4. The Bible said, Therefore, we were buried with him. Look at that. When Christ, when Christ was crucified and he died on the cross, we were buried with him. Look at that. Look at that. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, look at that. Even so, even so. Even so, just as Christ was buried and was raised through the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Newness of life. I look at verse 5. For if we be for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, 
certainly or surely we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection so number one we have victory over the enemies within and i told us there are two enemies within the, the sin and the flesh then number two we have victory over the enemies above enemies above enemies above and that's talking about the devil and the demon demonic spirits the evil spirits the kingdom of darkness we we have been given victory over them that's why we as as christians as believers as minister we must not be afraid of witches we, we must not be afraid of of occultic powers because we have been given victory over them we have been given victory over them why do i call them the enemy above they, they are the, they are the they are the spirit that dominates the 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 spheres the atmospheres they dominate the atmosphere they, they no wonder uh, the, the book of Ephesians chapter 2 the Bible referred to devil as the prince of the power of the hair look at that the prince of the power of the hair and the book of Ephesians chapter 6 Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 the Bible says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities look at that but against power against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual hosts of wickedness look at that in the heavenly places can you see that in your Bible that's why I call them enemy above. They are in the heavenly places. We have been given victory over them. Therefore, verse, verse 13, Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. The book of Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10 verse 19, the Bible says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon snakes and scorpions, and over all the powers of the enemies, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. And First Peter chapter five verse eight, the Bible says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." Look at verse nine: "Whom ye resist steadfastly in faith, we can resist the devil, we can cast him out, knowing that the same suffering." are experienced by your brotherhood in the world so number two we have victory over the enemies above over the demons over the devil and all the powers of darkness they are under our feet the book of Romans chapter 16 verse 20 i love that scripture so much Romans 16 verse 20 the bible says and the god of peace shall crush satan under your feet shortly so the devil is under my feet anytime i'm 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 walking, I'm, I'm, I'm walking on the ground, I'm stepping on the top of the devil. It's under my feet. It's under my feet. He has been crushed under our feet. Hallelujah. Then number three, we have victory over the enemies around. What is the enemy around? That's the world system. The system of the world. We must not be ruled by the system of the world as believers. Do you know, I, I see believers today trying to copy the world. How can a pastor be like the world and say that is the only way we can, we can attract them? Why should, why should we be like them to attract them, for God's sake? We have to understand that we have been given victory over the enemies around. And that's talking about the world. As men of God, as servants of God, as believers, we have victory over the enemies around the world. The world, the world, the culture of the world. We have been given victory over them. The book of 1 John, 1 John chapter 2, 
from verse 15 to 17. That's why we can't be like them. We can't be like the world. We cannot operate like the world. We are not from the world. We are not from the world. We are from above. And we are above because we are from above. We are from above and we are above because we are from above. First John chapter 2 from verse 15 to 17, the Bible said, Do not love the world. Do not love the world. Now, let me tell us this. Anything that we love, we are going to cherish it. People that love jewelries, they cherish their jewelries. They have a safe case in their homes where they, where they kept all these jewelries. They have, they, 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 they cherish it. Some, some will even, some buy new jewelries every, every month. People that love clothes, they, they, they shop a lot. If you go to, to their closet, it is filled with clothes, new clothes. It's because they love it. Anything we love, we are going to attract. Watch it. Anything you love, you attract. So that's why sometimes when some believer says, let us dress like the world. Let us be like the world so that we can attract them. That means the world is still in you. That's why you are, you are attracting, you, you have the element of the world within you. You have the element of the world around you. The Bible says we must not love the world. We are not supposed to love the world. Was, did Jesus love the world? Of course, when he came, he came to die. The Bible says, For God so loved the world, in John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now, the world that the Bible is saying that we should not love is the system of the world, the, the culture of the world, the behavior of the world, the operations of the world. We are not supposed to love it. We are not supposed to love it. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Do you know why one of the temptations that the devil brought to Jesus in Matthew 4, in Luke 4, and in Mark 1 is that the devil told Jesus, he said, if you bow to me, I will give you the kingdoms of this world. Look at that. And Jesus didn't bow. Jesus did not bow to the devil because he wanted to have the material things of this world. No, he didn't bow. So why should we love the world? Why should we love the things of the world? Many believers are bowing to the devil today. They are bowing to the devil. They are even lowering the standard. They are lowering, they are trying to lower the standard of the scripture. In the name of, let us lower the standard. So we can accommodate more people. No! Let them know what people want to face from the beginning. We don't need to deceive them. Let them know that this Christ, you want to believe in Christ, you want to be saved, then you got, you've got to live your old way of life. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says, but, 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 if any man be in Christ, it's a new creature. Old things have passed away. You can't come with your old life into Christ. You have to leave your old life behind you. What will make you to be different? If you want to still come to, to, to Christ with your old ways of life, all things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Look at that. We are supposed to become new. We can't put a new garment on an old garment. It will destroy the new garment. So the Bible says, We love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, listen to this one. The love of the Father is not in him. Look at that. Anyone love the world? Anyone love the world? They love the things of this world? The Bible said they love of because if you if you genuinely love God, if I genuinely love God, I will not love the things of the world. Look at it. I will not I will not love the things of the world. Look at verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. Look at that. Lust of the flesh. That's talking about about material things. The lust of the eyes. That is talking about status. 
I want to have, I want to be big. I want, I want to become the president. I, I want to, I want to become famous. I want to become popular. Do you know, do you know today the men of God, uh, men of God have been categorized as celebrities. Sometimes when I watch men of God, they dress like celebrities. They dress like celebrities. <laughs> Is a man of God a celebrity? Come on, come on. Let us be wise. Let us be wise. We are, we are in the end time. We are in the end time. We are not, we are not celebrities as men of God, as servants of God, as believers. We are not celebrities. We are not of this world. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Come on. We are not of this world. We are not of this world. The lust of their eyes and then the pride of life. Pride of life. Pride of life. And verse 17 says, the world is passing. <laughs> the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Now, now, why, why is this message so tough? Why? Because we are, we are approaching the end time. We are approaching the end time. And this is not the time we are, we are, we are going to be playing around. We need to let the people hear the truth. Only the truth can change. We have been listening to lies for long and it has never done us any good. Only the truth can change. Only the truth can change. That's why we have many believers in going to church today and they are still bowing down to a small God because they are not listening to the truth. We are keeping the truth away from people. That's all. Don't let us speak the truth. Let us lower the standard of the truth. If you speak the truth, you offend them. That means there's something in them that need to die. If I hear the truth and the truth cannot change me, if I'm offended by the truth, that means there is something in me that does not agree with the truth. And God is the God of truth. So which means that the thing that is making me not to, not to like the truth, the thing that is disagree, disagreeing with the truth in me, that's the thing I need to work upon for me to change. It is only the truth that can change. Light does not change. Lowering the standard of the word of God does not change people. People, when we lower the standard of the world and say, let us not offend them. Let them be offended so that they can change. Because if they don't change, they won't be prepared for the rapture. Christ is coming for a church that is clean. Not a church that is dirty. Not a pampered church. Christ is coming for a, a purified, a sanctified church. A church, a glorious church, according to Ephesians chapter 5, if you read from verse 25 to 28. So we, 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 we have to get ready. And I want us to know that as believers, we have been given victory over the world. The enemies around. We are not supposed to copy the world. Let us be straight. Let us call this a spade a spade. Anyone that will take the truth, they will take it. If they will not take the truth, that is, that is, that is it's up to them. But that, does, that doesn't mean that we should lower the standard of the truth. In the name of, let's lower the standard so that we can accommodate more people. And, and many people have been, that's why many churches are filled up, are packed with people who are going to hell. Because they are still living in sin. They have not changed. They have not, they only come to church to come and dance. To come and, you know, show off their, their new cars. To come and, you know, show off maybe their new job to come and show off their new dress. That's what they come to church to do. They don't come to church to listen to the word of God and to be changed. They want to come to church to show off their status that I am big. I'm a big man. I'm big. I'm rich. I'm this. I'm that. Ah! 
I pray God help us. We are not of this world. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. I don't know why the message is like that, but <laughs> I, I, I'm saying it as the Spirit of God is putting it in my mind. I want us to lift up our voice unto God that, that God will give us the victory. He has assured us of victory as minister of God, as servant of God. We, we have been given the victory. We have been assured of the victory. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, give me victory over the enemies within. The enemy within me. <laughs> the, the enemy within. That, that, we, we, we first pray that prayer of, to, overcome, to overcome the sin in, in, within us. The enemy within. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, give me victory. Help me to walk in total victory over the enemy within. Over sin within me. Over iniquity within me. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will give us victory over the enemies within. The enemy caused sin within. Within. It is from within. Jesus said it. He said, what defies a man is from within. Ha! Lord, we pray for victory over the enemies of sin within us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to overcome the enemy within in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for victory over the enemies within, and that is the flesh. Now, one thing about the flesh is that everybody will have to crucify his own flesh. We can't cast out the flesh. We can only cast out the devil. Do you know sometimes it is easier to, to cast out a demon from a person than to deliver a person from, uh, from, this, from, from sin? Because sin and the flesh, they, they are... They, they are two partners there are two partners we, we, but when it comes to the flesh we can only crucify the flesh we cannot cast it out because you and your, you are you and I am, I am who I am you are who you are So and that's why we need to, to crucify the flesh we need victory over the flesh I want us to lift up our voice and say Lord give me the victory over the enemy within the flesh Help me to put to death the flesh. Help me to crucify the flesh. In the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray, oh God, that you give us total victory. Total victory over the enemies within. The enemies of the flesh. The flesh. The flesh. Masiri Kapa. Ah, Lord, give us victory over the flesh. In the name of Jesus. Let every activities of the flesh be put to death in our lives. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for victory over the enemies above, the principalities, the, 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 the kingdom of darkness. We, we need to pray against them. We are not supposed to praise the devil. Do you know sometimes, I, I, I hear men of God sometimes, they say, well, don't deal with the devil. Just leave the devil alone. We have been asked to deal with the devil. We are supposed to reprove them. The devil is not our friend. He's not our friend. He's always looking for opportunity to attack. He's always looking for... Look at Job. <laughs> when the devil handled Job for nine months, it took only the grace of God for Job to, to survive. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, every demonic spirit, <laughs> every demonic power, demons and, and powers of darkness around me, trying to oppose me, trying to stop your work in my life. Father, this morning, give me victory over them. In the name of Jesus, let me begin to walk in dominion over every demonic spirit, over every satanic spirit. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. 
we receive power to overcome every powers of darkness. In, in, in Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, the Bible says, And Jesus called unto himself his disciples and gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out. Look at that. To cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, give me power to cast out demons. Yes, you can cast them out. Malima Syndicapolia, every demonic power, every demonic spirit operating above, operating in our life, operating in our children, operating in our career. This morning we bind and we cast them out in the name of Jesus. Let your fire be released upon them. Malima Syndicapolia, Ekepetelima Syndagolia, every spirit of immoralities operating in our society, causing corruption, causing violence, we bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to work in total victory over these demonic forces, over these evil spirits. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, let's take one more and then we'll ask for Holy Ghost power. Uh, we, we, we talk about God giving us victory over the enemies around. That's the world system, the culture of the world. We are not supposed to be like the world. That was why Paul said in Romans chapter 12, uh, Romans chapter 12 verse 2 he said and, and be not conformed to this world but be renewed but be transformed rather or be changed by the renewing of your mind do not be conformed to this world I want us to lift up our voice and say Lord give me the power over the world system over the cultures of the world over the operations of the world in the name of Jesus open your mouth open your mouth Father, we pray for total victory. Malima Kundalima Syndicapolia. We don't want to be like the world. We don't want to copy the world system and bring it into church. No. We don't want to be like the world. Lord, we pray for total victory over the culture of the world, over the systems of the world. In the name of Jesus, Kapalima Kundalika Syndicapolia. Lord, help us to walk in total victory over the system of this world. In the name of Jesus, help us to overcome the lust of the flesh. Help us to overcome the pride of life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you help us to work in total victory over the world system, over the culture of the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And finally, I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, as I go out in the journey of this week, Lord, empower me to do your will. In the name of Jesus, I want to be like Christ. I want to be like Christ. Make me an instrument in your hand. In the name of Jesus, by the power of Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth. Empower us by Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, I pray this morning as we go, help us to walk in consciousness of our victory over the enemies within, over the enemies above, and over the enemies around. In the name of Jesus, and every powers of darkness, every demonic forces, witches and wizards, that we want to stop your, your work in our lives, that we want to oppose us in the journey of today. Lord, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, as we go out today, Lord, we pray that you help us to walk in total victory over all our enemies. And over every battles and problems in our lives. 
In the name of Jesus, for those who are sick this morning, let them be healed right now. In the name of Jesus, let every agendas of the wicked, or the agendas of the devil, against our family, against our nation, let it scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you will put the mark of the blood of Jesus upon us for total protection in the journey of this new week. In the name of Jesus, we shall go from victory to victory. We shall go from strength to strength. In the name of Jesus. And if there is any one of those that the enemy shot any arrow against overnight, let that arrow be removed and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you because you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. <laughs>